The Drive Show with Peter Vlahos. Toolmark, your complete tool centre. Proudly WA owned and operated for over 40 years. So come and join us on the Tempera Bedshed text line 0487 736 736 or the Scarborough Toyota open line, which is 131255. Nev, uh, we'll come to your text uh, in a moment. Also, a couple of others that are coming through. Let's go to uh, the third member of the uh, drive with Peter Vlas and Kim Hagdorn Monday night show in Lisa. Hey, Lisa. Hi, Peter. Hi, Kim. I'm the unpaid one. <laughs> We're all unpaid, Lise. We do this voluntarily. We do it for fun. Oh, it for it's, fun all, it's all just love, love job, is it? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> no probs. Um, firstly, Junior Rioli's um, one vote didn't get recorded, so I'm a bit bit peed off about that. Like, why wasn't that in the paper? That's an extra extra vote to the Eagles. Oh, right. <laughs> okay. Whoopee. And um, I really enjoyed the Brownlow last night. It, was, it, it, it wasn't boring. It was just sort of, you know, just quick and, yeah, it was, it was really good. Um, but on the goal of the year and mark of the year, I, I think they got that wrong. I think um, Toby Green's mark was a lot better and also Josh Dacos's goal I thought that was that was a ripper too. Um, jo- but anyway, that's was that, not, was that Josh? Yeah, Josh. Where Josh? Yeah, used, yeah. used the basketball. I, I agree. I thought his was the better yeah. goal because they, the they, re- they referenced to, to his dad as well. Yeah, because you know, yeah. Peter yeah. used to uh, yeah. score goals like that. Yeah, um, Haggis would be interesting to know. Um, first year players like Nick Dacos polled eleven votes last night. And it'd be interesting to know, you know, um, what other players in their first year, you know, what Brownlow votes did any of them get? When well, I went back the, and the best, Chris Judd's... Yeah, the best I can do. Oh. And, and you, you triggered me to do this weeks and weeks and weeks ago when you said, uh, Lisa, you came on here and said that Nick Dacos was turning in the best first-year season in the history of the universe. And I quickly, <laughs> words to that effect, I quickly checked through over the next day or so thinking, well, I'm going to get see what, to... now Nathan Buckley in 1993, uh, I looked at the rising star winners and Nathan Buckley in yeah. his first season of 1993 played 22 games, averaged 23 possessions a game and polled 14 Brownlow votes with three best on grounds. Now Nick Dacos, oh, okay. yeah, Nick Dacos, he didn't get his 14. Um oh. But it certainly it certainly rivals that I think of of Nathan Buckley you know thirty years ago because Nick Dacos uh, you know I mean his it was an outstanding season and you were on it a long time ago Lisa yeah and just quickly too um, can you just let me know why I know Eagles didn't have a very good season but Tom Barras or Barris I don't know which one it is um, it's like Petraka and Petraka yeah. Um, and and Hearn, not one vote. Donuts. Like I just don't understand. You know, like the 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 play was more in the back line when the Eagles played than anywhere else. And I I I'm just it just I don't know. Yeah. It just staggers me that, that they never even polled one vote. Yeah, good on your lease. Well, I suppose the reason was that uh, they were struggling to get uh, in the top three players in. Most of the games, they, they were well beaten by a lot of teams and there were a lot of better players, no doubt, in games of football than maybe some of the Eagles' defence. Even though Tom Barris played that game, that standout game, 
Uh, where was it, Hags? And was it in the second last game of the season? It was very late in the season. Yeah, I, I think it was the second last game of the season. He had that standout game. And many thought that he should have polled maybe even the three votes in that game. But then the following week, uh, he went amiss. He played a very poor game. So that's a fair call, at least. We'll just uh, look at that uh, and come back to you. Here's a look uh, our text here. Uh, on the temper of bed chair text Hawthorne, line. Against Hawthorne, so we're going, this is round 18. Yeah. So against Hawthorne, uh, Barras had 30 possessions, took 18 marks. Yeah, that was it. Now, that was the one. And, I, and then, Luke Bruce was best on ground for mine with six goals, and Hawthorne, mm. Hawthorne won that by 25 points. And that was at the MCG. And uh, Dylan Moore was outstanding. Tom Mitchell was good. Gaff, maybe a vote. Uh, 30 possession. But Luke, uh, Luke Bruce clearly, and I thought Tom Barras was worthy of two votes in that. Yeah, but they were discussing it actually in the broadcast position after that. Some thought he could have even maybe taken the three. But fair call. So maybe you missed out in that game. Haggis, let's get some of these texts that are coming through. As I said, you text on the Temper of Bedshed text line, 0487 736 736. As long as you get in early, because even on Thursday we had some coming through, but it was about a minute before we finished. So it's always going to be difficult to acknowledge them when we're on the way out. So get in nice and early. Hey, lads, Nevin Albany. I said last week, no team has won a flag with less and a 115 percentage in their home and away season. 36 seasons, not one. Pies was 104. Take that stat to the bank. Good well, on you, Nev. The thing is with all those stats, Nev, and we've touched on it a little bit from time to time because some of the stats are quite uh, – they're quite intriguing, very intriguing. But I think a lot of them can go out the window. Uh, and and Nev, Nev's right in saying that there. I mean, it hasn't happened. But Collingwood went within – a bee's whisker. Diaphragm. A bee's, a bee's whisker of having the shot at Geelong next week. And it had, the, I mean, it's a silly hypothetical, but you couldn't discount that Sydney can beat Geelong next Saturday and had Collingwood gotten there. With the way they play and the sort of season they've had, they just might have. Who knows? No, I, I However, agree. my biggest point about the way Current football is being played. You can throw some statistics away because it's about pressure, sustained pressure, so exerting it and absorbing it. And Collingwood and Sydney showed the other day the pressure level of that game. And yet Collingwood still ran back at them after being 36 points down five minutes into the third quarter and and could have stolen the game. A disgraceful umpiring call to allow Papley to have that goal, to kick it back to 26 as opposed to, you know, Collingwood down to score at 14 Mm. with plenty of time left. No, the point with all these stats, Nev, you're right, but this final series and the way the current footy is being played, you absorb pressure, you exert pressure, and then play with such quick gay abandon and score with running goals especially, crumbing goals especially, like Collingwood can, you, you can't discount it. Okay, uh, Pete and Haggers, I'm sick of waiting for lost changes. Why the secrecy? We've known for months about Frio. Who is in? Who is out for the Eagles? Question mark. Drives me mad the lack of transparency. In the age of rebuild, need to send hope to members and not once, but over and over again. No name on that. So, you know, there's, mm. e- there's Eagles. Good, so they're to- and lost, I think you said. That, I reckon that's list. I reckon that should read as list, yeah, Peter. So yeah. list changes. Well, West Coast have got away with a heck of a lot this year. I don't think West Coast... So where is the transparency? When will we know what they're doing and what they're planning? Well, Around the the trade period? Well, we've been told all along that West West Coast don't plan 
to make known their list changes, so their delistings, until after the trade, mm. which tends to indicate, as I say, West Coast have got a lot of players still in contract that must be up for trade. They're probably not going to attract much interest because the players they're talking about, they've just been part of the worst season in West Coast history. Are they going to be any, of any appeal anywhere else? Mm. Josh Rotham, perhaps. But I, I can help here. These, these are my delistings for the back. So this this is us trying to be transparent. We're trying to read what West, where West Coast are at. Hugh Dixon will be gone. Braden Ainsworth will be gone. Josh Rotham. Now he's still got contract time. Mm. He's got two years to go. He's going to ask to be traded. Isaiah Winder, Luke Edwards, Alex Witherden, still with time left on a contract. Jackson Nelson, Patrick Nash. None of my household names, but no. these are the boys going to cop it in the neck so that the likes of Jack Redden can play again mm. and probably get four or $500,000 a year, and he should be playing reserves all year at best. Okay. Uh, Hags, let's move on. Uh, 0487-736-736, the temperate bedshed text line. Uh, Pete and Kim, Barris not getting votes for his game against the Hawks, beggars belief. 30 possessions, 18 marks, an efficiency rate of 93% and 10 coaches' votes puts his game in perspective. Kim, did you have Hearn getting votes? Cheers. From Big Al there in North Lake, uh, just on the, in that game. Because Hearn was good in that game as well against the Hawks. Well, Hearn, Hearn had a couple of games where, yeah, I think yeah, it was worth thinking, a two or a one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, However, there's there's a little bit of bias clearly in that, West Australian bias. Uh, and you sort of also at times looked and gave, you know, Shannon Hearn, for instance, you know, a vote or a – you had him as your second or third best player. A bit on sympathy because you thought, gee, the poor bugger's tried so mm, hard. Mm. Now, the umpires aren't going to give votes for just trying. Yeah. The mark of the year wasn't even the best mark in the game. Hayden Young took a screamer in yeah, that match yeah. and it was a better mark. Uh, yeah. Good on you, Paul. Fair yeah. call. I think we all agree with that as well. Okay, let's go back. Hearn, Hearn the closest I thought Hearn to be robbed for a vote was when West Coast got smashed by Carlton. Hearn, Hearn was just a standee, just tried his backside off all day. But Carlton had probably 10 other contenders for the best on ground. Hewitt was best on ground for mine. So this is Hearn getting 28 possessions and 10 marks, uh, trying to hold the dam from breaking yeah, when yeah. they lost to, by, lost to Carlton by 10 goals. And that was the game when West Coast didn't score in their first or last quarter. You couldn't justify giving someone a bloke vote just for trying and being their best player. Now, Frio fans are just hanging on here, Hags, because we did mention that Rory Lobb before the break. Um, where is this at? It was interesting yesterday at Claremont Oval. I got a pat on the shoulder and I looked around. It was Colin Young. So he was there, the uh, manager of Rory Lobb. But I was did on. You get him? Did you say, no, because an I, I was broadcasting. It was the, such a poor game. You should have got him uh, on. That would have be been more interesting yeah, than. Yeah, but he's. You know, he seemed pretty relaxed. He had thongs, a white T-shirt and black shorts on, even though it was a pretty uh, cold day out there at Claremont. But young, he sort of grabbed me in the neck and I looked around and just sort of waved to him. So, oh, well, no doubt, where, what's happening there? Because clearly he doesn't want to be there. Frio are digging their heels in. Uh, this is a crazy situation here. To me, this is Rory just, Lobb. To, well, Rory Lobb's going to the Bulldogs. It, but, it, the deal so what are done, Frio trying to achieve here? I think Freeman are actually – and Peter Bell – as football manager who's, who's overseen all of this, I think he's running a little bit concerned. And so this is a bit of a standoff to try and make it look as though Fremantle are not letting all these players walk out easily. Uh, Rory Lobb ha has to go. They told him last year 
during trade before trade period last year when he asked to be traded then to the GWS. Mm. When it didn't come off, they wouldn't take his money on the GWS. He was on huge money for this season. It's not as huge money next season, um, but GWS wouldn't take it on. So Peter Bell, Justin Longmuir and Rory Lobb agreed. Get through 2022. Do the best you can for us. Help us go as far as we can, and then we'll let you go. Now, this is a standoff because Fremantle are now having a lot of players indicate they want out. There's, there's, there's some concerns at Fremantle. Now, Peter Bell called an urgent meeting last Friday morning for all Fremantle contracted players. No exceptions. Turn up. And then when they're all inside the lecture theatre, said to them, if any more of you blokes want to leave, I need to know by the end of business today so that we can uh, make some decisions of whether we want to keep you or whether we're going to help you go. But clearly Fremantle management is tired of the amount of players who are indicating, I want to go. Mm. Now, I'm told Rory Lobb didn't go to that meeting, refused to go, but two other players didn't go that are in contracts. Remember, it's only contracted players. So yeah. this is not Acres, it's not Logue, who we know are going elsewhere, Logue to North Melbourne, Acres to Carlton. That, that's a lock, that's confirmed. But they're uncontracted players. The contracted players, there was two more that didn't turn up last Friday because they intend to ask to be to be traded. Mm. So there's there's some six or seven players from Fremantle. That's that amazing. Leave. It's it's mind boggling. Uh, just quickly, we might have to get Peter Vashby in, fellas, because uh, he'll be waiting for a while if we take a break. Pete, uh, just before we go to the break, uh, thanks for joining us on the program and giving us a call on the Scarborough Toyota open line thirteen twelve fifty five. Go ahead, Pete. Hello, Peter. Go ahead, Pete. Um, just wanted to talk about people missing out on votes. Um, all year, Brayshaw and Sarong, at the end of every game that Frio played, just about, they couldn't split them. They'd say, well, we're going to give it to Sarong. Or, you know, we think Brayshaw was a bit better. Surely Sarong deserved more votes than he got uh, last night. Mm. Well, I, I didn't have him as such. I, I didn't have uh, Sarong for many votes at all, to be honest, uh, uh, Peter. I, 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 I thought Will Brody would have a much better year than Caleb Sarong. And Caleb Sarong didn't, for mine, didn't start to get that sort of recognition, certainly in terms of coverage. No, I'm talking about the broadcast and yeah. telecast games and, and broadcast from the boys. I've, I've got Sarong, you know, not, not, not amongst Fremantle's, top few players much at all through the season. I thought he was serviceable, but it wasn't until later in the season when he started to bob up a bit more. But I've got Brody. I've got Brody like from round 17, Brayshaw, Brody. Round 18, Ryan and Brody. Round 19, Young and Brody. Uh, round 20, Aish and Brody when they got beaten by Melbourne. Uh, Ryan and Sarong in round 21. Darcy, Akers, Sarong in round 22. Sarong was best, I thought, for Fremantle. Uh, against GWS, but not early in the season, mm. not nearly as uh, as 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 um, pr- uh, proficient, I reckon, as and as certainly Will Brody. Will Brody was consistent all year. He got eleven I had, votes. I had, I had him for fifteen votes. Yeah, and he got eleven uh, last night. Pete, yeah. uh, thanks for the call, mate. Uh, that's Hags's uh, sort of little take there on Caleb Sarong, whose best game was probably, as we know in that final. All right, we're going to take a break. Uh, by the way, uh, it is a long weekend coming up. We've got Thursday uh, holiday, but we'll be here, so make sure you tune in. Double demerits apply from midnight Thursday until midnight Monday for drink and drug driving, not wearing a seatbelt or running a red light. Get caught and you could lose your licence twice as fast. And let me tell you, they're coming through fast. Are the texts on the Temper of Bedshed text line. We're going to acknowledge some of those after the break here on Drive.